This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr., writer and editor for the Peninsula Pulse. Today, I am joined by Tom Groenfeld, who has been a contributor to the paper for over a decade now on some level or another, and has spent a lot of time the last few years doing a lot of arts coverage for us and talking to artists up and down the peninsula. But he has a long, long history in the county and as a writer and reporter in the county and an observer of, of and sort of like an analyst of the county for a long time. And... I just thought it'd be really fun to have him on the podcast today because he's got some roots going back to days with the Door County Advocate and the Resorter Reporter for those who have been around a while and remember those publications. And well, I guess the Advocate is still here, I guess. Um, <laughs> the shot in the arm there. But Tom, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Tom, we've known each other, gosh, I 13, 14 years yep, ago, yep, maybe? Yep. I think you must must have reached out about maybe writing something once or twice, and then you've been writing for us on some level or another ever since for both the magazine and the newspaper for a long time. Yeah, it's been good. Fun to get to know all these people around the county. Tom, give me some background. Give our listeners some background of what your life in the county is like. What are your ties to Door County? Well, my family's been here for about 100 years, and so we have... Um, I have a place just outside of Sturgeon Bay, uh, Lily Bay area, and uh, I've been coming up every, at least part of every summer since I was born. And I moved up permanently about 12 or 13 years ago. Where did you grow up then? Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania? Yeah. So your family had ties up here, coming up here from Pennsylvania every summer? Yes. Wow. Your kind of, was it your college days that you started coming up here and working for the newspaper? Yeah. Two years when I was in college in Sarasota. Okay. So I spent my my summers in Door County, my winters in Sarasota. I thought that was a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good flex. Yeah. <laughs> and in those days, you know, you had the Door County Advocate, and then you had the Resorter Reporter, uh, which was sort of their, I mean, I can't even remember if that was a year-round publication, but it was definitely like a summer insert. Yeah. And uh, you had a kind of a pretty uh, cush job there. Yeah, Chan Harris was great to work for, and I wrote a wide variety of stuff, including a lot of fairly political, you know, during the Vietnam War, and Mm. uh, there was a fair amount of politics, I think more than most people wanted to see in a resort publication. (laughs) But um, I also ended up writing about some artists, like Mill Road Gallery and Sister Bay. Edgewood Orchard was just getting started about that, I think it was in the second year about that time. So I've gone back and I'm writing about those people again. <laughs> so this is like 1971, 72 issues, you right. said. Yeah. And now you're writing arts features for us about a county where the, the art scene is full-fledged, right? Right. What was it like back then in 71, 72 when, when you're saying like Edgewood is just starting? And- it was more standalone galleries and Founder Square was fairly new at the time. It was just, it was getting developed. But you had more, you know, like individual galleries that, um, like Gerhard Miller had a gallery, mm-hmm. uh, and individual artists had galleries that weren't getting the big galleries. Edgewood was the first of the big ones, I think. Then Woodwalk okay. came in, and more recently Plum Bottom. So it was it was much more individual. 
a lot of places where they just, an artist comes up, buys a property, hangs a shingle and is, hey, I got a studio, stop by kind right. of thing, right? Yep, yep. It must have been, so like your impression of the county, 71, 72, it's so much less developed. The yep. galleries are much more, and you tell me, I mean, my hunch is that they're more of an afterthought versus a central part of the identity of the county. Yeah, I think the county was more on outdoor recreation. Okay. And there, there was some reasonable dining, but not a whole lot. Certainly not the kind of dining that you have now. Sure. <laughs> and there was also the sense of haphazard development and not a lot of planning, I, I don't think, and a lot of concern about it from people who liked Door County the way it was. Sure. And then, and the, you know, Egg Harbor was not much of a town at all. No, no. <laughs> And Fish Creek wasn't very, wasn't kind of the activity that it has today. And Sister no. Bay certainly wasn't. So what, what, I mean, so Ephraim had a little bit, but Ephraim wasn't like booming either. Much more quieter resort community yeah, here. Yeah, It had the Hardy Gallery. That was about it, I think. <laughs> there was a little gallery. As you're going down the hill into the Hardy, there's a little white building on the right. And Pam and Kathy Burns had a gallery there. They're father ran Burns Brothers Lumberyard. Oh, okay. So they had a gallery. Pam eventually decided that Door County didn't appreciate her style of art, so she's now a publisher of Chicago Life magazine, I guess, hmm. which I write for occasionally. So sure. some of these ties go, go on <laughs> for quite a few years. So now you go and you're, you're talking to, there's so many artists. Like, it's kind of remarkable because sometimes I'm like, all right, we must be we must have drained the well. There can't be anybody else. And then you'll pitch, hey, there's this guy doing such and such, or this photographer is doing this neat thing. What do you think about this? And I'm, I'm just always surprised at how many people are pursuing it up here and the stories that you find in them and kind of their journeys to getting here. Some of them obviously really accomplished artists. Some of them more of the, hey, I, I'm kind of a hobbyist and I want to take a shot at this. I moved to Door County, that sort of classic, cliche Door County dream sort of thing. But yeah, there's all those different routes that people take here, but it's a much deeper art scene, obviously, than the one that you encountered when you first came up here 50 some years ago. Yeah. One of the things that impresses me, has impressed me in the last couple of months is how many people in Door County are really working full-time at being creative. Hmm. They're, they're really working at their art. They're, they're committed to it. They're questioning it. They're experimenting with it. And it's a real impressive depth of commitment to art. What is the biggest way you've seen it change in that time? I guess if, you know, if, if I think of myself growing up, you got used to, all right, people painting sunsets and sailboats kind of thing. And I, I feel like I don't see that as much anymore, although there's still obviously some of that, the classic Door County landscape stuff. But is there more room for art? like of different types up here now and different genres? Yeah, yeah. Dan Cross and Idea Gallery on West Jacksonport is is pretty much all abstract. Hmm. And he's doing well at it. And one of the things he said is, he said, I probably couldn't be out here doing a, a gallery before GPS. But now <laughs> pe now people can find him. So his, he's, he's only a few miles off the highways. But um, he wouldn't have been easy to find back when you had to pull out a map to find your way around. So that's changed some things. That's an interesting take. I never thought about that in terms of like the GPS and, and wayfinding. But now that I'm, you bringing that up, I'm, I'm flashing backwards to when Marshall Murdoch came up here in like 2005 and they did this big study of tourism in the county. And one of the things that came out of that was you guys need better signage to show people where to get around to. And we realized as locals, we just knew and we never thought about the fact that other people just didn't instinctively know where to go. <laughs> 
So they actually made an effort to put up more signage at the time. Yeah, Sturgeon Bay did that a year or two ago. Yeah. And it really makes a difference. And they also put up signs for parking because there's a lot of parking just essentially behind the stores. Right. Rather than just having to rely on well, on 3rd Avenue. So that makes it easier to find your way around. So that's that's neat. Like you have places like Idea Gallery, Plum Bottom Gallery down in Egg Harbor is on a road that you'd never go driving down searching for a gallery. That's one aspect The where technology, you've also looked at this for us over the years is the way that Door County incorporates technology and or responds to it more more so. We're never usually at the leading edge of it. But I remember you wrote once about how Door County restaurants needed to get attuned to the fact that Yelp was here and that online reviews were going to be a major thing. And everyone kind of dis- disregarded it for a long time. And once I moved to the city, I realized, oh, this is how everybody searches everything because you're just used to it in the city. Up here, we just weren't used to it. We weren't used to people being able to use their cell phone because they couldn't get service. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of establishments are kind of still evolving in how to how to use their websites and Facebook. And um, Laura Kaplan at Artisipation, a photo and paint gallery on the west side, is a web developer. And, and she said, you know, your, your Facebook page is pretty static, and you should use that to direct people to your web page. But the web page is much easier to update and doesn't just push the latest thing down to the bottom and out of sight the way Facebook does. Mm. So there's still some room for improvement in, in the in social media and, the, and use of Facebook and web pages. Yeah, I mean, so many businesses have evolved or, or caught on a little more to updating their hours and things on, on Google and Facebook. But still, if I have friends in town and they look up something and they say, yeah, they're open, say, let's call. Right, I still, right, I'm right. like, don't, don't count on what you're seeing online. There's very few people that are really on it all the time where the way you would be in the city where, where business always has to have that updated. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that a couple of times where I've gone to places that were supposed to be open according to their web page and they were just closed. And it's so hard as a business owner because, you know, whereas 15 years ago, you just updated your ad in the paper and now you are updating Facebook, maybe your Twitter profile, Instagram for sure, your website. There's just so much more tedious little things. If you want to change one thing about, if you want to close at six now instead of seven, <laughs> you're going everywhere to update it. It used to be you just maybe change the sign on your door. Especially with all these conversations you have, one of the things that you do a lot is you kind of, you like to look at what, beyond just the artist profiles, you like to kind of look at the industry or where, where things are going and what's evolving in the art scene. Where do you think it goes next, particularly like Sturgeon Bay? It's changed so much there in, heck, the last three years, let alone the last 5, 10, 15 years. Yeah, it really has. And I'm not sure where it's going to go because there aren't a lot of kind of industrial strength buildings that would be good for somebody like um, Jeremy Popelka and uh, Stephanie Trenchard. They managed to get a building that was and plenty of room for a, a kiln and to run a glass business. But Jeremy said uh, they'd actually been in an incubator at Door County Economic Development for three or four years before that building came open hmm. and they could they could buy it. But I don't know if there are a lot of those buildings around. There are some probably scattered around some old industrial buildings or uh, old barns, but uh, maybe GPS will let people set up there that way. <laughs> When I think of, say, like the Aurelius is at Clay Bay or or Seaguard at Mill Road Gallery or out at Turtle Ridge, these people who moved up here in the 70s, in the early 80s, bought a house when you could still buy it relatively cheaply and then run your business out of it. Now, 
in addition to there not being that cheap house in Northern Door County, there's also zoning regulations that might prohibit you in some areas from doing stuff. Sturgeon Bay, I see as maybe the last, well, not the last place, but a place where you could still maybe affordably hang a shingle if you're an artist. Although I, I know a lot of people would say it's not very affordable and that the taxes make it a struggle, but that maybe is the opportunity for young people today who don't have the funds. Whereas like in Northern Door, you kind of have to be, you almost have to be that older retiree sort of artist to be able to have the funds to start painting. Whereas it used to be, you'd come in broke and, and start building a career. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably true. There's the uh, old farmstead that the Philippine gallery used to be at uh, around Ellison Bay is, is standing empty. The, I photographed Judy Fields at a uh, leather shop that's just north of uh, Peninsula Players Road. It's just a, it's an abandoned. It's got a truck parked in the in, in the barn. That's it. So that's been abandoned a long time yeah, too. Yeah. So I don't know why some of these places are still standing empty, but there may be a few around. Mm. And Southern Door, I don't I don't know Southern Door at all. I should probably go look <laughs> around sometime. But that that may have some possibilities. And Algoma has, I think, some potential to be kind of a maybe a art feeder gallery, feeder system sure. for, for Door County. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwanee counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers. The podcast is also brought to you by Destination Sturgeon Bay. Need a special gift for your loved ones this holiday season? A Sturgeon Bay gift certificate might just be the perfect gift. Certificates are good at over 100 Sturgeon Bay area businesses, so you can help support local shops and give a gift that anyone would enjoy. Certificates can be purchased at the Destination Sturgeon Bay Welcome Center, located at 36 South 3rd Avenue, or give them a call at 920-743-6246. Happy holidays from Sturgeon Bay. Sort of like how, you know, in Chicago, places start as the cheap, cheap rent place. The artists move in, they make it cool. They make it cool enough that people want to live there. Then cool enough that the rents go up and then the artists got to go somewhere else. So yep, the artists yep. create the scene and then they get forced out. <laughs> sort of the same thing in Door County as you're bumping around looking for that. And you see that impacting Sturgeon Bay now and that some of those younger artists are are setting up shop down there and, and creating this new arts district in the city that could be that next step in that evolution, whereas Northern Door maybe in the 80s sort of had that era where they fully embraced the arts. It's been a long time coming to Sturgeon Bay. Yeah, it has been. And now, even as a city, they're kind of proactively doing that. And I think one of the questions that's coming up, and I'm, I'm just in the course of uh, researching it and writing about it, is there are an awful lot of artists up here who are in their 70s and are going to be retiring or disabled by health reasons. And... I've actually pinged Door County Economic Development to see if they're doing anything about trying to bring in a new generation of artists. Yeah, but uh, I haven't heard. Yeah, who back. replaces those people? Yeah, I mean. and can you, can you afford can you afford that if you buy a pottery or a glassworks? Can you afford it? <laughs> so well, so much of that artistic identity that we have is still tied up 
And when I say tied up, I don't mean that in any sort of bad way, but it it's still defined by so many of those people who came up in the 70s, that, yeah, that yeah. critical era. And as those, unfortunately, those people pass on, we've lost a lot in the last couple of years, whether it be the Karsten Tobelman or, you know, there's Amanda DeWitt, there's a, a long list, Chick Peterson, who we've lost. And we're seeing more and more of that. And it's like, all right, now what, what level do we have to, I mean, those people have woven the fabric of what people expect out of Door County's art scene for so long. Yeah, they've made it a very vibrant place. And they somehow, even though they're scattered around a fairly lengthy county, they seem to, I'm surprised at how many people know what other artists are doing, even from Sturgeon Bay to Ellison Bay. Yeah. Let's go back again to your time in 1971, 72, those summers working for the Resorter Reporter. Tell our listeners what your job was. What was your role working for Chan Harris back then? My role was to run around the county and do photography primarily. I think I put on 15,000 miles each summer in the county. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a lot of driving around and a lot of it was looking for pretty girls because I wanted to put a pretty girl on the cover each week. What kind of instructions did you get from Chan? Because was Chan like your, your boss at that time? Yeah, not a lot. Just, you know, get their names, where they're from, find some good pictures. I would go out with uh, Keita Steebs, who was a feature writer, and shoot pictures to go with her stories. Hmm. She did a film seminar up on Rock Island, Igmar Bergman films with John Simon, who's a pretty well-known kind of highly literate critic from uh, New York and wrote for publications like New Leader, you know, sort of think magazines. And interestingly enough, Keita ended up corresponding with him for a couple of years. <laughs> she was a really dynamic person. She, she really caught on with people. She was a lot of fun to work with. Yeah. What, what else can you tell me about Keita? Because she was, for those who don't know, Keita Steves was a columnist for the, and reporter for the Door County Advocate for right, half a century. Um, yeah, passed away about 10 years ago and was just a, one of the reasons people opened up The Advocate for years. Yeah. She uh, covered the Democratic presidential conventions a couple of different times. And she was telling about one of them where, where some guy came up and said, can I help you? And she said, yeah, I, I need to do something for my paper, but I don't know who any of these people are. And she, this guy walked her up and down and said, hey, Abe. And Abe Ribicoff from Connecticut waved over and he just sort of knew all these people. And after she, he was finished, she went to somebody and said, who was that? And I said, that was John Kenneth Galbraith, <laughs> the economist. <laughs> but she had that way of just walking into places and meeting people. She was really, really amazing that way. Yeah. She was also fun. I had, I had her read my columns, and she would hold a pencil and just go line by line with the pencil. And I could see when the pencil stopped, I had some clarity to inject. It was it was really a way a good way to learn how to to write clearly. The the county then so you're you're going to like Nicolay Beach, looking for photos like what what else was going on? I guess some fun was going on then. Right. To kind of describe what a what summer in Door County was back then. Well, there's a little beach in Fish Creek. I don't know with Sister Bay. They had a beach, but I'm, I'm not sure how popular it was then. Yeah. I didn't get to Pot Park very much. There were a couple of good bars like The Rock and in The Rock being. What's now Alexander's yep. was then The Rock, which was popular bar, became, what was it, Charlie's or something like that for a long time, then became The Rock again, and then became Alexander's. Okay, okay. I think I have that somewhat correct. <laughs> well, there's a lot of driving trying to find the next, <laughs> the next good thing to photograph. <laughs> and uh, 
people were, people were friendly. People liked, liked being photographed, I think. Women weren't afraid of it. I did a number of um, actors from um, the Peninsula Players, and it was always interesting to see professionals in front of a camera because they oh, yeah. could go into poses and hold them and knew how to do it. So that was fun. It was pretty quiet. I mean, there's there's a lot of distance between places, yeah. between things happening. Not as much of that infill between the towns, too. No, no. It's, it was a gap between the towns. I mean, there wasn't a lot going on. Well, there's the, the red barns in North End of Ephraim were there, and there were a bunch of little shops, candle shops and things like that. But it wasn't nearly as much commercial as there is now, and certainly not as many restaurants. You've seen this evolve so much, and well, and maybe we should touch a little bit on kind of your Door County roots here. Like, you would come here as a kid on vacation, but your roots here are much deeper than even I knew. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my, my great-grandfather replaced Iverson as pastor of the Ephraim Moravian Church, so he was the second pastor there. <laughs> and my great-grandfather on the other side, well, great-grandfather great was also a publisher of The Advocate. See, I think he was, Frank Long was his name, and then my Grandfather was Sam Groenfeld. Okay. And he was minister in Sturgeon Bay and Ephraim and De Pere. So those are some strong, deep Door County ties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going back quite a ways. Are there things you worry about for the county? Oh, I think everybody's worried about haphazard planning or over overdevelopment. I was out uh, Mill Road, well, twice, uh, talking to both Tom Seagert and uh, Bridget, and their gallery is just hemmed in, I thought, hotels right across the street and yeah it just it's really kind of closed in it's it's you lose something there you, you gain something because you get a lot more business yeah i think everybody's been worried about door county is going to get spoiled for at least the time i've been here and probably going back to the 50s people <laughs> yeah i mean you can go back to the 30s and find comments on it like almost any time in history you'll find somebody saying we're door county is getting spoiled it's not what it once was well, Tom, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast and thanks for doing everything that you do from covering the arts, sometimes covering business for us, touching on all aspects of that scene for us and, and bringing that perspective that comes with you know so much history in the county and so such deep roots in the county. I've enjoyed it. I've met a lot of people through the Pulse, so it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.